Hey, Jesse. Yeah? You know what I just thought about? Hmm. Like, a couple days ago? Hmm. Getting cucked is like the most religious fetish that you can have. Just think about Joseph, right? Like a whole ass other man knocked up his wife. And everybody in the world is like, hey, yo, this, this baby that was not like the husband's, totally the son of like the more alpha man so that literally means that anybody that has like a cuckolding fetish is just like the most religious person i hate that i hate that and welcome back to another episode of the golden hour coffee cast boys and girls we are your hosts eric and jesse Yeah, that that's that that one's uh that one's a no no. I mean that one's a that, no. That one was pretty no. good. The logic is all there. No, me gusta. Yeah, the logic is all there. Yeah, I I have to I have to disagree with you on that one. For starters, there's not another man. Are you saying that God's a woman? Because I'm pretty sure you can get smited no, for saying, that. Like, a, no, I'm saying like it was the Holy Spirit, and uh, dude, that makes it even worse. That means you're getting dicked like down a, by like Patrick Swayze's ghost. You're not getting dicked down. <laughs> <laughs> like it's that whole that whole sculpting. There was scene. no dicking down. I don't know, dude. There is only one way that you can like actually make a baby that's getting dicked out. Not when it's fucking God's kid, bro. I, you know what? I don't know. Zeus was pretty horny. I, I feel like all gods yeah, are the he same. He was like, no, people would like fuck cows and just say, like, oh, I thought it was Zeus because he was just on that shit. The Greeks were kind of like, freaky. That's bro. why. To this day, like, we still what have, do you like, think? Like, we had pockets of we bestiality. So we already like recorded Vasilios's episode, but I feel like that dude's a little bit of a freak too. He got that. He got that Greek energy, you know. You Dude, look at how hard did he go with the Giannis shoes? Yeah, like the second you told him about See, Giannis. But the, but the thing is, like, that's not that weird. If there was a Vietnamese person in the NBA or something like that, I would be I would go that just as hard. That's just cultural pride. Right, but you're an NBA fan. No, 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 no. When has Vasilios ever watched basketball? That's fair. But it's, and then the, he's it's kind of the, the shoes and it's the kind of the same thing and... with the anytime that there's like a an actual Vietnamese person that that's doing well, that's famous, we all we all support him. Doesn't matter what he's really doing. But nah, I just feel like Vasilius just exudes that freak energy, you know? You're just saying that because you remember him in high school and you're just like, ah, dude, that that was some that was some ninja shit. Yeah. I feel yeah, he's definitely I feel like he's into that sneaky sex. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll just do anything to not repeat ourselves, huh? Yeah. We're, now we're just throwing the homies under the bus. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I hope he listens to this episode. <laughs> Dude, okay. So, Rise, still just true crime shit. Funniest title. Funniest title that I've ever seen in my life. And I immediately thought uh-huh. of the homies. And I, I only only thought about this because you brought up like throwing the homies under the bus. Mm-hmm. One of uh one of our regular listeners, you know, he he's one of them uh he's one of them them brown boys, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh watch this video. Literally the title of it is uh The Jealous Curry Killer, and I'm like Okay, so the story goes, like, this woman is uh, kind of like the side chick of this married Indian man, right? Oh, man. And she doesn't want to be... It's literally... Bro, we can't talk about it because it's not our story to tell. Literally the same story that the homie told us about how his life's a Bollywood movie. No. But, like... No! But, like, this, this bitch, like went to india so this this takes place in the uk but this bitch went to india to buy poisons to bring home to kill the the guy and his uh the guy and his his wife what the fuck hilarious hilarious that's one of those things where it's like you never really think because anytime you hear about guy side chick wife Everyone's first thought is the wife's going to try to kill him. Mm-hmm. You never really think about the side chick just trying to really force her hand to be yeah. the main chick. I think the I think the way that it worked was that the guy knew the side chick first, but they were never officially a thing. Ah. So, And then him and his wife, that was like an arranged marriage. So... Ah, very similar to the homie story. Very similar to yeah. the homie story. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. No, I just thought that was that, really funny. I immediately just that like, is pretty funny. Yeah, I just thought about, I just thought about that, and I'm like, I really want to call him Curry Killer. <laughs> like just from now on, it, like just fuck it, just, just. Call him curry killer. oh no dude uh his fucking nickname in high school was like the, the indian fury yeah i mean that's literally so his just, fucking discord name yeah no but it's just curry fury nah nah no nah that's not that funny nah i just like the rhyme yeah. I'm a simple man. When it comes to making titles, it's alliteration or rhymes. It's fine. And then with the podcast, it was just like, ah. Uh, yeah, no, the podcast. We're going to do everything we, in Golden Hour. Just, and we just. Oh, God. No, our podcast name is really fucking bad. Yeah. It's bad and we should feel bad. Too many words. Yeah. I know with uh with Anchor it always asks like what season of the podcast are you on? So maybe if we ever decide to like do like a hard rebrand or like turn this into something else or like I think we're gonna stuck do multiple bro. podcasts. 
I think we're kind of stuck here, my guy. Yeah. Because uh, we're at a point now where we're 30-something episodes in. 32, I think. This is 33. Holy shit. Yeah. And I don't know if the, the, the guest episodes count. They do. Because we still record Yeah, we do them. end up... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what right. the fuck? Yeah, yeah, No, just because the way we do it, we save it as just, like, the name, and then it just sort of becomes the uh, the number. Yeah. Just at the end. It's never saved yeah. as... Because we don't know when it's coming out. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that is just... Guest episodes are just a lot harder to put together. Yeah. Adding on another person and then like we tend to record long and then we have to figure out where to cut and all of that stuff it's a lot easier doing right. this like this bullshit like yeah this is this has become uh this has become such like a it feels weird talking to you without it being recorded now uh, a little bit a little bit i think it's i like have to mentally like... remind myself that i don't have to like completely censor my i know that sounds yeah. fucking wild right like oh man he <laughs> censors himself when he's recording this but yeah like when we're on the phone or like when we're hanging out in person i have to remind myself like oh yeah there's no camera on i can actually just let loose i don't have to right at least feign a little bit of um being proper the little that you do yeah I, I literally came in here talking about how Jesus' dad is a fucking cut. All right? Like, I literally started the episode there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just threw the uh, the other religious homie under the bus when he's not here. That's a fight I can win. Um, That's definitely better than 60-40. <laughs> I'm taking it. Um... Did you know that uh, th this is completely just changing topics? But did you know that fucking Quentin Tarantino was making NFTs? That's disappointing, but it's not surprising. It's the Pulp Fiction script. The whole shit is just an NFT? Yeah, like each page is like a different NFT or something. God I watched damn. a video on it earlier today. And he was literally like talking about like when people approached him talking about it or whatever. He was like, yeah, you know, maybe I sort of get it. And then he said when they were like digitizing and scanning them, you know, because it's it's still got like handwriting and changes on it. Like, yeah, uh, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. you know, but like Vincent wasn't always Vincent. So there's like cross outs with Vincent and all that kind of stuff all over it. Misspelling grammar, all that stuff. And he said when they were digitizing it and stuff, he was actually starting to get like emotional over it. Yeah, because I think it gets to a point now where, like, that's kind of the... But, like, hype. Not like, oh, my God, no, my baby. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, again, it's disappointing because I, I feel like NFTs are just really, really stupid. And all of that fucking crypto shit is just such a waste of time. Yeah. Agreed. It's well, especially the NFTs. Like, yeah, I, I just it, it's never like the, the understood crypto, the, the problem that I have with crypto and NFTs is 
it's this whole idea of it being, you know, you're removing it from being regulated by government, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's gotten to a point now where it's so big that, like, it's just going to get touched by the government. Yeah. I think that's why every time you hear about it, it's scams. They're like, we're just going to make as much money scamming people as we yeah. can before the government gets involved. I but think, it, they I think it's more so still like, go. the problem that I have is the problem that I have with crypto is more so the people that are into crypto than the crypto itself. The actual idea. Yeah. Like I'm fine with the, the concept and the idea of cryptocurrency. Like that's fine. Right. It's just the people where that's their personality trait is there. It's just crypto. Mm. I'm like, listen, man, uh, I'm good. Can you, yeah. can you take this? Can you take yourself and move yourself into like another universe so that we don't have to coexist right now? That'd be dope. Yeah. Cause it's just annoying. I, I really want to like buy a graphics card. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like kind of fucking that up for me, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm literally <laughs> like, hey, listen, man, uh, my business literally needs an upgrade for at for at the GPU, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys are trying to make me spend like two grand on just a fucking GPU. Not yeah. cool. Not cool. Most definitely, like micro centers and everything are like limit one per person per day, like. This is you nonsense. literally have people selling graphics cards on hype beast websites. Tell me there's a supreme graphics card. No, 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 no. It but like the sites that you would go to to, to <sighs> buy re resell um like resell sneakers, resell supreme streetwear stuff, they all accept mm. GPUs and stuff now. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. What a time. What a timeline. Ah. Me poo. Hashtag me poo. Love it. <laughs> Gotta love it. I don't want, I don't, oh man. We have to, we have to talk about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp situation, don't we? Do we? I thought we did. I mean, we touched on it. Mm-hmm. But like, there's so much that has come out since uh, since we recorded the episode. <sighs> yeah, yeah, there has. It's not even just about the poop. I mean, like, okay, listen, she literally shit the bed. Yeah, yeah, she did. Like, literally shit the bed. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she would have ha- she would have uh, made all of those allegations if she knew that a picture of her poop was going to be immortalized on the internet. <laughs> I think she's enough of a narcissist. That's such a good point. Yeah, like if she knew from the get go where she's like, I'm gonna just make all of these outrageous claims against one of the most beloved Hollywood stars, mm-hmm. um. And then, like, you know, the last decade. Yeah. And like, you know, someone in her corner is like, yeah, yo, listen, Amber, if you do that, someone is like, they're going to literally see your shit. I'm pretty sure she would have been like, oh, no, you're right. We ain't going to do that. We'll just settle this shit in the in divorce court. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and then like there's been there's like uh she promised to give half of her divorce settlement to the children's hospital of la and then now there's a oh, huge... i thought it was like the uh i thought it was some like abuse charity or something that was a separate donation that she was uh, going to give money to and that was like that was for 3.5 million but the children's hospital of la was guaranteed like 7 million and then the her ch- winning and then the children's hospital like there's a huge paper trail of them sending her emails of like hey yo you said you'd give us seven million dollars for you know funding um what's up with that we haven't gotten the money yet and then in the Damn. and then like during that same time when johnny depp's just getting fucking dragged right being called like a wife beater and shit he's dressing mm-hmm. up as jack sparrow going in there hanging out with the kids and i'm like yeah you're not even trying to make yourself look good like what a look this is an extremely this is an extremely biased take on this entire situation because i think from mm-hmm. the get-go i've been very anti amber heard uh yeah and i was just in that like disbelief where it's like you know you don't want to believe it but it's just like Man, I can't, I can't even imagine, but like, you know, at the end of the day, they're celebrities. You have no idea what yeah. the fuck they're actually like. But there's, but there's also, yeah, this... you would see those stories about him visiting the kids as Jack Sparrow and whatever. It's like, and, but someone like that wouldn't. Yeah. Right? And then the, the other thing too Come is on. it's like, you, you don't get to have like a fucking 40, almost 40 year career in Hollywood. If you're just a complete asshole. How long was Weinstein making movies? Yeah, but he, he's not a star. Well, he's yeah. in power. There are plenty of people right. in power in Hollywood that are assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like True. in terms of star- Marlon Brando stopped getting work cuz he's an asshole. Marlon That's Brando was literally that I've heard from. literally the godfather. Literally uh, the godfather. Yeah, that is, that, that's who I was about to ask like yeah. if it was Okay. The, the man was literally the godfather and because he was such a raging cunt on set and treated everybody like shit they just stopped working with him damn i didn't know that yeah i don't know i've i've been i've been uh very anti amber heard since the beginning just because the claims are just so outrageous Dude, it's wild seeing clips of her like giving speeches about being a victim and all that sort of stuff. And then you get some of that recorded audio of like Yo, that's Yeah, motherfucker. Crazy. Say you're an abused victim. See if they're gonna believe you. Yeah, that shit's it's fucking crazy. insane. That shit's crazy. And just seeing how like she flipped from being uh, brings me brings me back to my first relationship. Real real Ooh. great memories. But yeah. just that, the flip of the switch of um, very emotional and being like, "Why are you doing this to me?" What, like you're, it, it's all about mm. how like you're hurting them, right? When the entire time you're just like, "Bro, I'm just trying to like remove myself from this situation because it's escalating." Like, this is yeah. not getting better. It is getting much worse for the both of us. So can right. we just chill? Uh, yeah. Like, seeing that kind of shit is... It's heart-wrenching. 
And like, mm-hmm. the, the, okay. Uh, oh man, I haven't done this rant in like two weeks. The problem with all of this is that it's, it's giving more ammo to the assholes that are already like, we shouldn't be believing women when it comes to this shit. Yeah. Like that's and the like, problem. And like, this is... This yeah, is and this I've been is thinking the counter about... argument that everybody always uses is like, well, there's false claims. I'm like, listen, no one is saying that there's not, right? But the amount of false claims to the amount of real claims, it's it's kind of absurd. It's it's skewed very heavily on the side of most claims are real. Yeah. But like something... I have no actual statistics to back it up, but I would not be surprised if, if they studied the stuff. It was like eighty-five, fifteen. Yeah, but the but then the problem is when you have cases that are like this that are so publicized, you are yeah. you are just giving ammo to that to that sect yeah. of humanity, and it makes mm-hmm. everything so much harder for actual abuse victims. And I'm like. Bitch, you really out here, like, claiming to be the champion and the voice of abuse victims. And I'm like, no, you're you're destroying everything yeah. that they've ever worked for. Yeah. the There's, like, a, a silver lining, sort of. It's not... It, it, it is a lining. But I know there's people who, uh, like, think that men's right shit is just a joke and just, like, made up to be like a parody of anything women's rights, but like this sort of thing brings attention to that. It's like, no, no, it really does happen to dudes. And we see just like what can go on. Like it does happen, you know? So that that's what I would say the silver lining, but yeah, it's completely devastating to the the women causes of like, it's not filing just women causes. for rape. Let's just let's just put that out. There. This is not just a. It's not just a slap yeah. in the face for the women's causes, because like, yeah. abuse is abuse. It it is literally right. gender neutral, right? Like this is not yeah. a matter of of men's rights or or women's rights. It's a matter of if you are being abused, you should definitely get the fuck out of the relationship. And yeah, uh, but it makes it so much harder for people that yeah. are actually being abused, and it's like. I understand that it takes a certain amount of narcissism and a certain amount of like borderline psychopathy to want to be famous and to work to get towards being famous. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be quite self-centered to want to do it. And you have to have some form of an ego because if you don't, then it's just, it's so hard and it's like impossible for you to even try to break into doing art as a career yeah. in the first place. Yeah, if you and don't the, have an ego, it's not going to happen. This is this is going back to like yeah, this is going back to the shit that we were doing like we were talking about in the early days of of the podcast. But yeah. it, it's it's a matter of like you have to be delusional to want to be an actor, a director, and anything in the field of art. Mhm. And like actual but, hollywood with yeah, the big companies like the, and studios and all that but like the problem is i feel like most people are delusional but like their moral compass is still 
relatively okay. Like, a lot of the people in Hollywood, some of them, I'm sure, are assholes, but, like, I would I would go so far to say as, like, 60% of most major stars aren't gonna go out there making false claims. They're not gonna go out there and, like, rape people or assault people, right? I don't know. I, I think that's, like, a fair... I mean, I'm giving 40%. 60, I'm giving 40% yeah, of that, Hollywood that's... to being scumbags, which is really bad, but, like... yeah. I don't think that I'm being a little bit too optimistic saying 60% of them are like, they might be assholes, but they're like normal functioning human beings. Right. It sucks. I'd say like the caveat to that is just like, it's like this sort of delusion of like everything should fit my more. And that's not even just a Hollywood thing. It's people in general are just like, because I think this is for the best yeah, for everyone. Yeah. Everyone should just think this. Why don't they? It's like, I think that there are 40% of people that are front facing. So like the actual actors, musicians and stuff that are like legitimately mm -hmm. predators. And I'm sure that it's just like a not so secret industry secret. Right. It's like the shit with mm -hmm. Bill Cosby. Everybody had known that that was happening, but just no one said anything. I didn't realize for Bill, everyone knew. Everybody knew. For, knew. Everybody, for like, it was just a, it was something that everybody in the industry knew and they talked about, but, like, no one ever did anything because Cosby was just too powerful of a person when those claims mm. were being made. It's the same thing with Harvey Weinstein. Right. Everybody knew that shit. Yeah, and he was, like, powerful, powerful. Yeah. That was a man who could blacklist you. Like, Cosby was well-known and everything enough to like with his he, reputation he had, he it had was a like very a sort very of strong effect on your career yeah but like okay but Harvey the point that i'm could like write your name down on the list yeah like he had the list yeah it was some mccarthy era shit yeah but the point that i'm trying to make is like when you're a celebrity there's a certain amount of responsibility that you do have no matter how stupid i think it is to be righteous that sounds really biblical but literally all i mean is like uh you have to be a good enough person to not to not do what amber heard did you yeah. can run a smear campaign on johnny depp i'm not saying you can't do that you get the divorce and you're like he was a shit husband like he was very very emotionally distant never wanted to be around me like it it mm -hmm. almost felt like he was in the relationship just for the sake of you know insert whatever right the moment that you start making false abuse claims that's when it gets too far you can yeah you can just drag that fucker's name through the mud but you took it Not a step like that you took it a step too far because yeah. at that point you're bringing in like it's literal illegal actions were being alleged yeah i think on the stand they had like a cop who responded to a call for abuse shit was there. hilarious that shit was yeah. hilarious because he's like bro i ain't see shit and heard was just standing there and not saying anything there was another woman in the room also not saying anything I asked all the guys to leave the room to be with just the women and 
ask them questions if that made them comfortable and they still didn't say anything like, yeah oh great you guys won't lie to police yeah and and, and like have you watched any of the trials? Like any of the trial at all? A little bit, but it it's... was uh when Johnny was on the stand and it was weird cuz like some of the questions from the lawyer just kind of came off more as you know they're filming and like I went into law, like like it was like you were the lawyer. Which like I get like that I'm in law, but I always wanted to make movies, so I'm just going to like ask questions like it's an interview. And just pretend I'm a host and not a lawyer. Because it was like, what was your process for the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean? When did you get into it? And he talks about like, yeah, you know, I thought he'd be kind of walking weird on land because he was so used to having sea legs that he didn't have land legs anymore. Like, this is a trial. Like, I'm taking notes. I think the craziest shit, right, is that I think most people have forgotten what the trial is about. This is not a this is not a criminal case. This is not a criminal trial. Yeah. This is a civil suit about defamation. We have gone so far away from that shit at this point. Like um I I legitimately think that Johnny is probably going to lose this case. Really? Yeah, just in terms of like actual legality, there's that one recording of him slamming that I think we already talked about this. He he's slamming the fucking cabinets in front of in front of her. That was when he like poured the the glass of wine. And like he lost a bunch of money because one of his ma- um his financial managers like just fucked him over. So he came in really really angry. Oh shit! And so he just started screaming. It wasn't at Amber Heard, but he was he was still screaming just in general. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, I mean the lawyers are really fucking incompetent on Amber Heard's team, but you can definitely spin that to. Oh. You can definitely spin that, um, and like the what he did can be labeled as emotionally abusive, just by the legal definition of what emotionally abusive is. What really? he did can constitute as emotional abuse. So oh like within so in oh, technicality so in technicality that one instance proves that it wasn't just a lie that was written in the op-ed. She would have to oh pro- she would God. have to prove like the physical violence as well as the sexual abuse uh in the op-ed but like the emotional abuse part, she can she can definitely win that part. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter though, because Johnny Depp has definitely won the court of public opinion, and I don't think Amber Heard has a oh, career yeah. after this trial. There is no, there is no studio that is going to be stupid enough to put her name on any project for at least the next fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know. I I I don't even know what the fuck they're going to do with Aquaman 2. Because if they release it with Amber Heard in the movie, it's fucked. 
That movie is going to oh, yeah. fucking tank. Motherfuckers are going to be mad. That movie is going to tank because that's supposed to be coming out like soon. Da 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 da. What? Tank. Aquaman. Fish tanks. You're so funny. You look genuinely <laughs> terrified. <laughs> that was so fucking bad. I'm older than you. I'm the one that's supposed to be making the dad jokes. I, yeah. I, I thought that's what you were going no. for. I wasn't making the joke. I was saying the thing because I thought that that's what you meant. No, not at all. Not at all. But yeah. We're good. Uh, I still have some respect for you then. There is literally no one that is going to be... I mean, she like blacklisted herself from Disney and like Warner Bros. It's crazy. Which like she actually did or... There's doing a bunch all of of this. Like, no, there's a it. bunch of legal documents that state that she was going to sue. I think it was Warner Brothers for not giving the correct, like the statement that she wanted from them for this trial regarding like Johnny Depp's behavior and shit. So she was basically trying to extort them for, for like a statement so that they, she can use it in her countersuit against Johnny Depp in this lawsuit. And they were like, no. Yeah, it's like you you realize that he's so famous because we made movies about one of our rides. And he's like the face of that franchise. He's right? like literally the franchise. Yeah. We, we, we are not. No, no. Yeah, it's great. I'm sure you're happy, though, that he said there was, like, nothing on Earth that Disney could do to get him to make another Pirates movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. It it sucked, though, because he was like, yeah, I really wanted to give uh, Jack Sparrow, like, a proper send-off with that last movie. Mm-hmm. And as much as I hate sequels and as much as I hate all of that stuff, like, it would have been cool for just, like, it, you know, just the last hurrah of just that cast. Mm-hmm. Right. Because god damn it, like, all of them are so old now. Right. I haven't seen two or three in so, like, I think I've only seen those movies, like, once each. But I don't know how many times my dad will just, like, see pirates flipping through channels and then stop just to see if he can watch the scene of Jack and Will sword fighting mm. with the donkey in the beginning. I mean, like, he, even if he missed it, he still will just watch the rest of the movies like Dad, We have it on DVD. Like you can just watch the sword fight whenever you just, want, Dad. Yeah. But OK, come on. But and then the other thing, too, is like the soundtrack for that first movie is just so. Oh, good. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hans, man. 
That it's was before Hans. that was before Hans Zimmer decided to go full bong bong for all of his fucking. <laughs> full the bong moment, bong. yeah, the moment that he decided to just like, he was like, all of my music is just inspired by the Law and Order sound effect. Like I, that's when it died. <laughs> fucking tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that his music no. is not not just inspired by bong bong. <laughs> I think what was wild was how like Bro, the White that, Sox would on. use. Hold on, that fucker was a Coachella performer like two years ago. No, or, I'm sorry, three way. years ago, 2019. Yeah, 2019. He was like Hans a, Zimmer. He was a headline performer at fucking Coachella. Who the fuck With is an that? Orchestra. Who is that into Hans Zimmer that they're like, yo, we got to go see him play on the main stage right now? Who is that into Hans Zimmer? Tell me. I mean, bro, if he was here, like, I don't know about going to something as big as like Lala or whatever, just because that shit's so goddamn expensive. But fucking I'd go if he was like playing at like the symphonic 100%. Yeah. I mean, if it's a small concert where it's just him, I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. If it's him in an orchestra, I'd be down. Yeah. This fucker is headlining festivals? I'm like, come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> That's wild. Are we are we going back in time where like you got the whole ass city coming out to watch Beethoven conduct his new masterpiece? Like, is this where we're at now? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. Oh. I'm a little upset that I can't think of any other like movies he's done off the top of my head because god knows he's done so many but yeah uh, uh inception he did inception oh yeah uh he did dunkirk hmm hmm We both love that movie so much. Immensely. Yeah. And it totally deserved to win best sound design and sound editing over Baby Driver. By like a lot. Yeah. 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 I remember like it was like a few weeks after that I went to tour my college uh, like the college that I ended up going to. It was just like the like potential future students like go through and look at all the stuff and, like we got to go into like the big sound editing room with the mixer and the uh everything the whole shits yeah 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 and they mentioned something about like the maybe there was like alumni that had won oscars or whatever for sound design and i remember i was like yeah like i was like on that note like baby driver like totally should have one and like the student who was there just kind of like got like kind of wide-eyed and like looked up at the teacher and the teacher just like kept looking straight ahead i was like does does this man does this man disagree it what am i missing and so i went into sound and i'm still missing something because Making a fucking hour and a half long music video is 
I'd, I'd say more impressive. Than... I mean, the, that that's a really like baseline, base level like thinking when it comes to that though. No, it because is. Because like the thing is the whole making an hour and a half, two hour long music video aspect of it, that's not sound design. Right. That's just editing. That's editing and choreography. And I'm pretty sure yeah. Baby Driver won best editing that year, which like if it didn't fuck me, I would have rioted. Yeah, 100%. Uh, like, but the thing with the sound design is like, um, it is really easy to layer sounds in a war movie. It's like one of those things where it's like when you're working in Hollywood on a history piece like that and you have, you know, access to some of those same guns from back then that still work or whatever. It's like, well, yeah, man. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like it's really easy to layer sounds for a period piece like that. Right. But the When you have that kind of budget. Yeah. Well, like, it's not even just you... when you have that kind of budget. It's just like when you are... Because the movie is so big, you don't have to like... You don't really have to think about the intricacies of what is going on inside of a gunfight scene. You're layering on sound effects because it's a full-ass battlefield. It's supposed to be chaotic. Right. It's supposed... To... So like... The blending and the levels and everything, I, I understand why that part is difficult, but think about the fucking tequila scene in Baby Driver. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I that that's the thing that I don't understand. Maybe maybe like uh sound design, I can understand how Dunkirk won. I don't understand how sound editing didn't go to to Baby Driver. Like, that's the part where I'm like, sure, sound design, I get it. it. It's a lot more impressive to to do, like, a period piece, layer all of those sounds, and, like, you know, the whole dogfight scenes and being underwater and all of that shit. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I get it. Sound editing, though? Bro, watch that tequila scene over again. Tell me that isn't better than literally the entirety of Dunkirk. Or the opening scene. Bell bottoms. The opening scene's fine. I, I like the opening scene, but like tequila is legitimately tequila is like better and more fun and all that stuff. But it's like, I mean, the, the, movie, uh, the movie starts. The movie opens just... strong. The movie oh, opens yeah. up very, very strong. But like the tequila scene is literally like my wet dream as a fucking director. <laughs> like I wake up in a cold sweat, going, "Oh my god, I can't believe they did that." Yeah. Just think about how like how long it must have taken to actually shoot that scene. Man. Because dude, outside no of idea. outside of Jamie Foxx, who in that movie had who has like musical training? And it's not even that simple shit where there's just like, okay, we're we're shooting on one and three, boys. No, it it's like on the ands of beats and you're like Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it was just editing in general, like overall? 
Where it won? Yeah, like best best editing for the movie. Okay. The the it, yeah, the yeah. cuts are very clean. I also just love Edgar Wright. God. I I should watch more of his movies. If nothing else, go watch Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead's amazing. It's weird, like it's getting nice out, and so like it it's one of those things where now it's like yeah you know what not even necessarily the blockbusters but some of these other like Baby Driver hits different in the summer, La La Land hits different Shut the in fuck the summer. Up. Shut the I, fuck no, up. bro. I already like literally today at work. It was just like I I was doing like a, a an AV thing, and so by the time I went upstairs to do the maintenance stuff, like no one was on the floor, and so I was like, all right, I'm just gonna play music off my phone. I rode over here on just a t-shirt with a hoodie. I'm gonna I'm gonna bop the La La Land soundtrack because it's it's you know it's that time of year. It's 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 getting here. Listen to that shit all the way through. Like thirty six songs or some shit. Yeah, I think La La Land might actually be like the most influential movie for my own like professional development. Yeah, I think without it's a doubt, so La La weird. Land is the most influential piece of art that. I've ever personally consumed. Yeah. And it's like today listening to it, it was like there was so I've listened to the soundtrack and some of these songs so many goddamn times. You've probably listened to it more, but like, I don't know. Cause I know I've been thinking about lyrics and stuff in general more because I, I'm guilty of it, but I was talking about this with, uh, uh, one of the guys earlier this week, but it's sort of like a lot of people, especially our age and younger, I think just sort of listen to music where they listen to the voices like another instrument. They don't really yeah. know what's going yeah, on, yeah. but like the sound of it works with the sound of everything else. And it just kind of, you know, the part that repeats itself, like the refrain or whatever, You'll say that, and then even then, like, you know the words, but you're not even really paying attention to, like, the meaning of them. But, like, today, I was, you know, listening to La La Land, and this was, like, I was actually, like, paying attention to, like, you know, the sentences and not the words or whatever. I was like, ah, yeah, okay, I... This is why it means that much more to Eric and... Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I get it. Like, act, once you actually take that shit into account. Yeah. And not just, it, I'm singing along. Because especially when it comes to musical music, as well as, like, I guess other indie artists, not so much just pop music. Mm-hmm. Uh, lyrics have meaning. Lyrics yeah. tell a story. That That's kind yeah. of, that's the beauty of music. Yeah. Even even shit from like the 1800s just listening to like full-on symphonies. Like mm-hmm. music tells a story. You just have to you just have to want to listen. Right. God, like, that sounds so fucking pretentious, wa- but but th- right. that's, no, that's it the does. thing. It's it's like 
there's wanting to listen to me there's wanting to listen to music which is just like yeah i just put something on in the background while we just hang out yeah and then there's like actively listening to music yeah and that's kind of what happened today with um there's the uh i forget what it's called or whatever but the the ones who dream like there's that number towards the end oh the one where the the amazon she's talking about her aunt that jumped in the river and all that Mm -hmm. i think today was like the first time that i actually like heard the lyrics that weren't just leapt without looking and and like i was actually paying attention to you know again like the story and not just the words and it's like oh okay because it was always like you know another day of sun bop uh someone in the crowd bop gets to that song someone in the crowd like over the top someone in the crowd is also like super depressing once you break down the lyrics yeah yeah that shit's that's just especially when it gets into the like dude i was like in the bathroom like cleaning off the mirrors or whatever when it got to the part where uh it's just emma stone singing in the bathroom Mm -hmm. into the mirror i was like oh shit and now i'm like i understand the lyrics because i'm really paying attention to them i was like oh fuck this is happening in real life to me right now too the other thing too is like you watch the movie the part where it's just emma stone and it's all shit like everybody slows down and shit Mm -hmm. looks a little bit like the mannequin challenge like that whole that that whole experience is yeah if you pay attention to it it yeah it's that song's depressing as fuck dude yeah it's also part of the reason why I love Rex Orange County's music. It's such a meme because he, he plays on the idea of like writing super depressing lyrics in a major key. And then we're all listening to it and we're like, yeah, this is such a bop. This is a great. Then you listen to it. You're like, you're talking about wanting to make your dead mother proud. Holy shit, dude. Jeez. Yeah. That is... uh that man is just on a this dude he just you in the fucking face. pumped up kicks once it was like all right but what if instead of fucked up it was just sad yeah and that was my entire career man's hits, man's hits you in the face with emotions for no reason and you're like mm-hmm. yeah when i went on my soul searching trip to japan rex orange county's uh apricot princess album was basically like on loop permanently mm so yeah i know about them sad boy vibes yeah yeah sad boy vibes and true crime movies not true crime movies documentaries different true i'm not on the sad boy vibes anymore though yeah not 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 in the same sense i'm sad boy because i don't get like i'm not directing a movie right now right but i'm not emotionally um emotionally in shambles yeah okay so here's the problem right every single time we record this stupid podcast at night i'm Mm -hmm. drinking coffee because i've been up since like six in the morning Mm -hmm. and then we end the recording right and then you're up for another two hours 
like six hours. Oh, right. We talk for another two hours and then yeah. I go to bed. And, and then, then you I just. just... <laughs> and I hate it. Solidarity. Solidarity. Why would you start drinking it now? I put it there earlier and forgot it was there because it was there and not here with my water. I got a coconut LaCroix over here. It's going to be a long fucking night, man. It's going to be a yeah. long fucking night. I should have uh, eaten more today. Yeah, that, that probably would have been. Actually, just going to... Don't eat while we're recording. We're not a food podcast. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you, thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Golden Hour Coffee Cast. Um, if you'd like to support us, we would... Creamy peanut butter for the win, motherfucker. Oh, God. Okay, so we're not going to be back next week. The, the podcast is over. Um, actually, Keep an eye on the social media pages. Uh, check out no. the link tree link in the description. No, Literally unsubscribe. Literally unsubscribe. <laughs> I don't want any views next week. If there is even a single view, if there is even a single view, I'm suing Amber Heard for defamation. <laughs> but yeah. All right, we'll see you guys then. Yeah. Anyways, uh, check out check out the link tree link in the in the uh, description box. I, I got you. I already said it. Nah, you're not good at it because you're eating creamy peanut butter I like a fucking coward.